Hey y'all, this is Lala. I'm the Onyx Girl. We are back for another conversation with friends. And I got my bitches with me per usual. All my bad bitches. Let's do a roll call. Hey y'all, it's Caress. It's Alexis. It's Alicia. And we're being joined today by our lovely guest, Mr. Mark A. is in the house. What's going on? All right, we're going to go ahead and get into the conversation. I did, like, I know that last time we left off, we said we're going to go ahead and move into, you know, what it is that we wanted to talk about as far as dating relationships but honestly right now the climate is just heating up to um unbearable temperatures right now when it comes to the racial injustice battle and fight for equality so i definitely wanted to touch hands since we're all well you guys are living in atlanta um and we mostly are all from there I wanted to definitely talk about the Rayshard Brown um, shooting and cover those five. Caress and I were talking earlier, and she said now it's up to like five lynchings um, and hangings. They found another um, person hanging, and these transgender deaths and this freaking idiot, this Candace Owen person. We need to go ahead and talk about this because. <coughs> I disagree completely with her stance. I don't know. Um, I guess she's the black ops. I don't know much about her. Okay, no. She need to be canceled. She canceled Like, Why do we know her? Like, I'm just confused. Like, what is her claim to fame and why should we are talking about her? Her claim to fame. Her claim to fame is, uh, I've been watching politics for about i don't know seven eight years she has always okay. been who she is and so every time she speaks she gives racist white people a sense of validity and because she's a republican and she speaks to the far what is it the far right yeah she she um holds these sentiments that give you an understanding that she is never comfortable in a room full of black people unless they themselves are all token conservative, ultra conservative black people. Yeah, it, she, she rings herself of self-hate uh, in terms of, maybe it's not herself, maybe it is the identity of blackness, but it, it is totally separate from the reality of the black experience. But she has always been that person. And like somebody said, it's sad what people will do for a check. Because no matter, she is, you will not see her. Uh, she's an articulate woman, and that's why it's sad. Because she's probably that person that always um, got told by white people, like, oh, you're really articulate, and, and things like that. And she's not a, a ugly girl, but um, she has always, huh? Wait, what'd you say, Karez? You don't sound black. Right. She, <laughs> she gets those type of compliments on the regular, embraces those. And then she listens and tries to do exactly what she needs to do. Because black people, you can't cancel her, right? You can't cancel somebody that was never on your side. Right. So she was never invited to the- No, you can't. You, you can't. 
that's she don't have a problem not being accepted by the black community because again again white people praise her because they she rings the sentiments of ultra racist people or people that are so blinded by their own privilege that it just makes sense to them so what is she I, a politician no or what's the whole mm -mm, situation she's a, she's a voice she is a, she's a news anchor, isn't she? Or is she just a speaker? No, 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 no. She is, she is just a voice. She's a, a personality. She is like a TV personality. Just like you said, what? a personality, because everything that comes out of her mouth is trash. She, she's like that girl. That what's that white girl? She is what's that white girl? Okay. It's Lori. It's Lori something. That's um, what I'm like. Oh, Tori, Tori, right? Or that one? Tommy Lauren. Tommy Lauren. Yep. She is blackface Tommy Lauren. I think, um, yeah, we've given her too much time. She's a coon. Yeah. She can go and be canceled with Angel Mama. Candace. We can call it a day. We can call Candace. Candace. Well, Caress, you was uh, you was on the ground with the protest on Saturday, pulling up. You was right there at Wendy's too. Oh. Go ahead. So go ahead and fill us in on what what was going on this Saturday with the protest. So yeah, we got yeah. down. Um, we, we didn't even plan on going to a run through, and this happened to be the path that we normally would take anyway. So we saw the people going down there, and it was like, hey, should we go? And they were like, hell yeah, let's just go. So, yeah, and of course, all of the police are lying on the highway, they're busted, and everybody's in front of the uh, just protesting and thinking about what happened to Rashad, and it was cool. Like it was very peaceful. Everybody said their piece. The police didn't really approach the crowd at all. Uh, they came for like a second. They turned back and went back towards the highway. So I don't happen in between the time we left and a couple hours late. But, of course, as we all saw, either news, social media, everybody's on the highway, blocking off the expressway, says, y'all don't need to be going nowhere. Anyways, <laughs> none of us stop and pay attention. Caress, when you went, was it daytime? Yeah, it was, it was daytime. It was like that day to evening transition, so. All right. Yeah. And that protest broke up. So it was people that came back. Yeah, I definitely saw the eyes out there too, getting dressed ready to set the Wendy's on fire. So that was interesting to see them actually out there in real life. Like, wow. Yeah, this probably was a whole nother state out here setting Wendy's on fire. She probably don't even live in Atlanta. Probably don't. Probably came in town just to light a fire and leave. That's the well, that's the attitude about person. Can we say talk about the ops though? Because I've been to I think six protests so far in the last two weeks, and every single one of them has been peaceful. Every single one of them, like the police, actually has either stood to the side or they even helped direct traffic. But it gets a little rowdy when the ops who are not with the movement actually starts doing shit. So can we explain that part? Because is this a day or night? 
Um, daytime, most of the time. Oh. So daytime is always cool, but once you get nighttime, it's people who were not there to begin with, people who were not involved with the march or whatever it may be. And then it always seems to go a little left when these people who we didn't see this entire time. And mind you, most of these protests are bringing out like a thousand people plus every single time. Yeah, because I mean, even when I was just looking at Caressa's feed and everything, when she was at the protest, every everything seemed fine. And then while we were talking, it just like, it blew up. Like we were, what was it? Channel 2 there, because I, I downloaded the app. They were just live streaming what was going on. They didn't have any audio. They didn't have any reporters there. They didn't know, they don't even know what started it, I don't think. Um, but I mean, I think it was just freaking dope that Atlanta showed the fuck out for this man. Like, I was very proud that they showed out and shut, shut down everything, burn it all down. Honestly, I'm I, that's where I still stand. I think it's very interesting that just but the government was like, oh no, this is happening in Atlanta. This is what's right. And now right. look, every day is something. Even uh with the everything that happened with Rashard, it even overshadowed things that were still happening outside of that in Atlanta. So, you know, it's I'm, just crazy how many things after that was said. That I need Killer Mike. <laughs> I need Killer Mike to come back with that same energy because he right. said, he said, we are better than this. We have a black mayor. We have a black police chief, and I love Killer Mike. But now you got to get into this is happening in your backyard. So yes. what speech? What speech and activism? And he was saying, "Do not burn this down. This is ours." Cool. So while you rallying for them, and I know he us, he he's us. I'm not gonna act like he not. But while you rallying for them, now you got to talk about what is what's the action that we have to partake in, because. It, that's you got 12 different angles you got people in the parking lot you got body cams that eventually fell off you got the wendy's um the wendy's footage as well like i watched the whole the whole thing it was an hour and 30 minutes um they they played it with the the tape they released the one i showed or the one i saw had him pulling into the parking spot all the way up until the police officer went to wherever they took him and so there's a lot of things in that that could have went different. And hindsight is 2020. But when we talk about these things, if hindsight is 2020, what is foresight? Because we got enough situations and enough instances to say, oh, you know, th these can't be isolated incidents anymore. And I hate the I, I hate the cherry picking. Throwing a racist title on one person is easy. I hate that we say, oh, he's racist, get him out of here. Can't be that simple. The same racist in New York and Atlanta. You can't say New York is an isolated incident. Atlanta's an isolated incident. St. Louis is an isolated incident. These hangings in California, which is very liberal, is an isolated incident. Them taking note, like, what happened? Like, we, all of these can't be isolated incidents. And if we keep pulling out these one or two people to send them to jail, that doesn't solve the system of policing. It just makes less people want to be police officers. I agree, because at this point, uh, Keisha, she's fired a whole bunch of people, but she has yet to sit down with any of the officers that are a part of APD and have a conversation. Hey, this is what we're going to do. This is what you're supposed to do in a situation. This is what you're not supposed to do. She still ain't spoke up about that. 
Um, she hasn't. Trust me, she hasn't. No, I'm, I wasn't about to defend that. <laughs> I wasn't about to defend that. But what does that mean? If that's like uh, your parent telling you at at twenty, hey, you don't need to drink right now. Like it's, it's the authority. You're talking about power hungry, protected individuals. So if it ain't my lieutenant talking to me, what what Keisha got? I don't Keisha. Well, if I only see you, talk to them either. So I'm pretty sure every day they got these meetings, right? They got sure. nothing's being talked about. They're not talking. Got, nothing's being talked about. They might not right. be getting it on the lower level, but I'm pretty sure there's some high level conversations that are happening on a daily basis, especially when it gets to the point when you see the police chief step down and somebody has to step in. There's there, there's conversations that's being had, but just even what I know right now from working, like the transition, when there's that many changes that have to go on and it's so much going on, you kind of have to, you have to kind of start at the top and work your way to the bottom. Because like he said, they're not gonna, they don't really care about what she said. Police have the strongest unions in, in, in America. And New mm -hmm. York City has the strongest union in like the world. So yeah. you're right. And that's why a lot of like, officers at this time are not even working. Right. And they're not they're not worried. They're not worried because like we were talking about the other day, this goes back to I can't even remember as the kid I forgot. No, I didn't say they weren't worried. I said they're not working. Officers from zone two, zone one, they're not working. They're literally are they striking or they're they just like, striking. They are well, not working at all. Right? Like then a lot of them after the thing that happened on Saturday, a lot they said like over a hundred officers from like APD just quit. They like they are protesting because they don't like the way that the guy was treated. They the don't officers. like the working conditions. I'm pretty right, sure. Right, right, right. Which I mean, hey, you know, that's what has to happen. But I think the problem is we're getting um sidetracked, right? So somebody burned down Wendy's, so now that's the conversation. Everybody's like, Oh shit, what's going right. on? Wendy's and you know, these people protesting, but really it's like, did we get anything accomplished? Like what are we still trying right. to do? Like that's dope. We protesting, but it's like, are we hurting anybody's pocket? Like don't nobody give a fuck it, about that. It it brings us back, the, the burning down of the buildings brings it back to, oh, black people savages. Right. And that's the, that's a distraction. white lady that burnt the building down. The but that's not, right. they, was they don't see that. that. That's what you about to say, Caress, earlier? Um, I was going to say, it's just like you said, it's at the top. You have to start at the top, but everybody is so focused right now that really just a whole system that's why it's systemic racism because everything is set up against us. How are they gonna get in trouble when the people higher up than them are not gonna penalize? So it's like we're, we're, yeah we're saying hey hey indict this person great but when the when we court and the charges thrown out judges are okay well these are Peers, your peers say you're not guilty. It's cool because one, we don't agree on what the police's job is. The thing that's become completely clear is that clearly in America, nobody agrees on what the police be doing. Two, the people in charge of the police, like you said, they have the best union, the greatest union, the most effective union. How are we going to? overcome the issues that we have with them when there are so many 
higher than them set up to protect them. We're so focused on them and everybody's just sitting back while picking them up while we're pointing fingers at the police when it's really everybody from the top down. This doesn't work for us because it wasn't set up to work. And we're trying to mold it, but it has to be a revolution. It has we have yeah, I mean, I mean, I I completely agree because I mean I think that at this point we're not gonna get we're we're gonna have to gut we're gonna have to gut everything out. So like you get a house like we were talking last time you buy a house it's a house that needs work you know it needs work we knew we know being here america's needed work as long as we've been alive right we know it's needed some things to be fixed it's about now it's like okay all these things need to be done when are we gonna do it now you got this whole to-do list of things to do and then oh shit a pipe burst now you have to go into action and do start doing work on this house that you've been sitting here looking at i'm gonna get to it i'm gonna get to it now it's time to act the house is broken. It's time to gut everything. Let's just tear it all down, clean it all out, and start over. I'm going to tell you why you can't do that. So, one, one, and this is not me. This is not me being a downer. This is me saying, in the history of America, what system, not institute, not just com complete institutions, we, we've done away with whole corporations and industries. What institution, I mean, what system has been broken down and reformed in an innovative way? That doesn't America, happen the in the Constitution. I mean, like, all of that. No, they, they, when they left, when they they, left Britain, they, they, they started all over. Right, right. So you saying... We need to gut the whole Constitution, start over. Somebody, that was 120 that people. <laughs> huh? That was 120 people. And... My thing and, is this, like, so, I mean, but they did it, though. Like, they yeah. did it. If they can but sit you know there what? and I write to... up this shit and get it done, we absolutely can do it today with the, what, plethora of resources and people that we just have that are capable of handling this. It's a matter of just stepping up. The qualified people really need to go into action, and we need to support the people that are qualified to do that. But I even if you so, saw, wait, like, the... Hey, oh, go ahead. I think that's a problem, though, right? Like, he said 120 people changed the Constitution, and Lala just was like, there's a plethora of people. That's the issue. We got all these different organizations from all over the country, and they all have their own agenda, even though it may be collectively, like, for Black people, and we want to do better. But the thing is, you got too many agendas, and ain't nobody agreeing on one thing. So it's like people voting, but they vote for 100 different options, but really, if all the 100 people just vote for one thing, maybe we can correct it. So that's why I'm like, I don't think... We can dismantle shit just because all these black people, you know, we all come together, but we ain't like not one person is sitting down like, okay, here the top three things we must do before 2021, right? Like it's just too much shit. So now we just like burn shit down. We don't know what to do. Just burn it down, fuck it. Now that's well, the way of I mean, starting over. You gotta see <laughs> Dent, you gotta start. Well, I mean, think down. about it. This is how I see it. Like, okay, it was North versus South in the Civil War, right? The whites weren't agreeing then either with each other. But guess what? The whites eventually said, okay, it's time to team up now. And so that we can get these people to shut up and leave us alone, we need to come up with a plan. And we need to put some things in place. Now it's our turn to do the same thing. It can absolutely happen. Y'all are absolutely right. Yeah. 
Trying to get First him, of all, him, we just need like to make sure he gets to his destination safely. We got a black man in in a in commute. Yeah. In, Nebraska. Like, in, Nebraska. in Nebraska. In Nebraska. In Nebraska. In the sun going down. Jesus, please get your ass home. <laughs> I just had a talk with my parents, my mama today. Like, y'all, this is how real shit is getting. I had to say to my mom. I need y'all to be careful. She goes, what you talking about? I said, mom, they're just walking up to cars with black people in them and shooting people. They are, they are targeting just black people out minding their fucking business, not protesting, not doing shit to anybody and shooting them because they're black. And they're tired of seeing all this Black Lives Matter shit. These white people are mad. I said, you need to be careful. You need to be watching your, your surroundings when you approach stop signs, stop lights. You need to constantly be checking because these people is coming for us. And we, we sleep. We sleep. We didn't even know. These niggas we are asleep. So the whole police department is falling apart. And these white people are plotting. Like, I've seen messages from Confederate groups all on Facebook. They're plotting. They want the police okay. department to. Oh, listen, oh, oh, wait, guys. I will tell you one thing, right? Because this Friday, um, downtown Atlanta at the Capitol, they're going to have a huge protest. And then at five o'clock, there's a big old rally over at Murphy Park for Juneteenth. Well, a couple of white people that I talked to today, they like have closed down their offices and shit for Friday for Juneteenth, right? Never has happened. And they were like, no, they actually did it because they're getting notifications that like the KKK and all these hate groups are. Um, they're and on Friday for this rally they're that they're expecting about like five, at least five thousand black folks to be at, and they're saying hey. it's about to be hey, crazy. So shit. let's stay right. strapped. Let's get strapped and tell them to show up legally. Okay, legally, legally, yeah. Tell them to show up. They ain't talking about it. Because so many, so many people have been trying to apply. There's like a delay. I can't try to. Um, There's always a fucking delay. The white there there is a delay. There's a anyway. delay in DeKalb County until June the 22nd. They said until they process all of the um people that have applied, they said they're not going to open back up until June 22nd. So I can't get my permit. I can imagine Fulton County is just as bad. I would say this though. I, and and this might be my ignorance, right? Because I I am less afraid of the KKK than I am um, moderate white people and and the media media and its perception of black people. Because <laughs> so the I don't think the KKK is as strong. I think the KKK is not as strong. Like the KKK ain't take over Seattle, right? Antifa is what they call. I think that we focus on these historical signs, and not to say that you should ignore them, but let's understand that white people are a little smarter than just to keep the same racist symbol over and over. Back in the day, it was the KKK. We would never in a million years want to be near a white, a black person and be in cahoots with a black person unless they are in a subordinate role. Now we're getting into more, they're coming close, they're getting, they're, they're changing the, the way that they think. Instead of overtly wearing the 
wearing these costumes and getting at you in the heat of the night, what they do is infiltration. That's when you talk. That's when you start talking about the people that come and say, so like Al Qaeda, like Al Qaeda do mm-hmm. when they get ready to bomb America. <laughs> you ain't even have to do. That's too. That's 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 too far. I agree with the terrorist point, no, but the reality <laughs> is, no, 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 no. But Al Qaeda, that's Al Qaeda ain't walk. They come in, Al- they pretend to be American, they get their the pilot's license, and then we have nine eleven. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that extreme, though. I mean, well, I'm not, I I'm not saying extreme it's going to be that extreme, but, I mean, like he said, we are at he's right. We're at the point where you got corporations putting in, the corporations just bidding on who is going to be in office so that they can support that person and be, continue to build billions. We are focused on socially what's going on, and we're not wrong but we're not doing it from a financial standpoint. So we got, we really need two, two walls caving in at the same time, and we only coming from one direction. And anytime you come from one direction, you, we, not, we gotta do something financial. We gotta, it's almost right, a triangle. It's almost a triangle. You got the social aspect, you got the financial aspect, and then you got the, that all of that affects the institutional aspect. And if we're just coming at it from socially, we wanna be equal, but financially we're not, we're not showing that we want any power. These these things are not are not coming to fruition for us because there there is no benefit for the one percent at the top that's controlling the nation. It just Wait. isn't. Explode, Caress. I see you over there. You jumping on your skin. I gotta go look. I gotta even see Caress. We're just like, <laughs> a, a, a circle jerk. Fucking surprise. Like, that is disgusting. That we can First of all, it was invented by men. It, it, came too it was not invented by people. black men. It was men, not in- people. Don't confuse, don't confuse 49% of, of white folks with uh, 6% of black folks. Don't do that. I said what I said. It was your, it's, the, it's the male species. Literally mm-hmm. being ass no lube from all directions. Like, there's just dicks coming everywhere. Are you kidding? Like, we can't, it's impossible to focus on one thing without focusing on everything. It's not, because you have people with different strengths, correct, right? So, the people that are mostly active and mostly engaged, right, those people are typically young, typically younger, under 30, more energy, more passion to go out and do something. And once you get that experience, you ain't seeing those, they out there. Yeah, once you see that, once you got that, you're still missing a large portion. This portion of people have, like, oh, and t- let me, I forgot a group. So you're talking about people under 30. You're also talking about people who feel like uh, economically and financially, they don't have an advantage. Once you start understanding the political side, that's a whole different group of people most times. The people with money and resources, they have a, a bit of influence, especially in cities like Atlanta to get together and there's black business organizations that really need to get together and say hey man we not only putting into this community and and in, in this area we need to start really getting the voice of keisha lance bottom really getting the voice of the mayor of our state i mean uh, the uh, senators and mayors that we have and we need to start that's how you affect change because businesses affect the political political atmosphere. Everything we do right now is driven based off the finances of our economy. 
Why? Hold on, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I would All like right. to pause and get pressed on the floor. Come on, let's What's take up? that new rag out. Please. All right, how y'all doing? <laughs> how y'all doing? My name's Preston Harris. I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska. I am Mark's cousin. Uh, that's my guy. Uh, he's extremely bright, and I got to talk with you, uh, and I'm excited to be on this. Like, it's just so brilliant. Like, you guys don't get to see – the amount of strength and the amount of intelligence and the amount of just like killer that y'all bring, we don't have that where I'm from. Right. And so like y'all live in a place where there's primarily black people. I live in a place where we're 4% of the population. Yikes. And it's not a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? We don't see it that way. But now like when I'm hearing y'all talk is like, you're absolutely right, but we need to stop giving them so much credit. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when we stop giving them credit and we really look at, okay, what do we, what businesses and how do we band together? Like if all of us really said, all right, I understand where the political agenda is going right now. We see this, let's all get together in the same place and impact change in this one place. It's going to change. And like, it's being consistent and getting the business community to join together. You're right. We need to have a set plan of the things that we want to do, but we just need to start with something and that's enjoying one another and getting focused on one another and saying like, all right, the stuff that we're doing right now ain't working. Stop putting, giving the white people credit because that's what they want. They want us to be focused on them instead of looking at our own selves and our own power. Like, yo, we could take this and, and, and take it control. They want to bully people, but you can't bully somebody who's equal to you. I agree. Well, I, I don't believe that. I, I, well, I'm going to save that for a private conversation. What I was going <laughs> to it wasn't going to be productive at all. So I'm going I'm to hold oh, that. I was, just give, I'm going to give you all perspective. I put this out there last week. Black people make up 13, 14% of the population. That's 40, 48.7 uh, million people. A little bit shy of 50 million. That is, the population of black people is larger then the the combined population of the tw of 23 of the 50 states 23 smallest states yeah. so while we th when we think about ourselves as a small number and if you think about it really if black people are that and hispanic people are the uh, around the same amount we are really large in numbers but just keeping it as a black like even if you got a lot of money even if you took 1% of that, that 48 million, and you, I mean, even if you took 10% of that, and that's four, 4 million, less than five, you still make up most of the largest cities in the United States. Now, the problem is everybody's mostly in the South, except for like states like California and New York, but um, we what? have so much power. <laughs> and like Preston was saying, that money, $1.7 trillion we put back into the economy uh, every year. And you got to look at like places like Black Wall Street. They didn't happen in Southern places. They happen in like these Midwestern rural places where there was a lot of opportunity, like where I'm from. Like this stuff, like I came from Nebraska to Florida and like just the Black culture, like I hadn't been around all Black people, you know, that's different. <laughs> That was different for me. I had to learn some things, you know? But learning that, I came back here and I could see we didn't really have no culture. Like, we ain't had no standards. 
we didn't have no fun things that it was just cool for us to do and that you felt comfortable doing. And so it was like, now I feel like we have a responsibility as our generation and our culture to set the tone. Like, hey, it ends here with us. And this is the systematic things that we're going to do with or without you. If the government isn't going to do it, we're fully capable of equipping ourselves economically with the professionals to build the stuff, to, to provide the services. We can do everything ourselves. We really don't need you. I'll say this, though. So just like the argument is had about um, integration and how integration kind of took away from our communities, I'll take it on a larger scale, which is globalization, because I always focus on the financial aspect. The globalization of our economies and things like that created a larger disparity between white America and black America. That's not an educational thing because um, I got a master's degree. The average salary for a black, black family with a master's, like educated black family, is still lower than that, financially lower than that of um, people with high school diplomas, uh, a family of high school diplomas if they're white. So we got to start, number one, it's always, to me, it's always the economics first. So as black people, like Preston said, we got to get together. And one of my biggest critiques when people say buy black and, and stuff like that, we need to start investing in black because when you talk about buying black, it's only so many, like we don't own a lot of grocery stores. We don't own a lot of manufacturing companies. So when Down we say there, buy black. They own a lot up here. Where? No, 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 no. There can't be a lot in one area, right? Right. I agree. So you, when I, you cannot, like uh, even just something simple, like we got rid of manufacturing and sent that to China for, for somewhat obvious reasons, if you understand capitalism. But the reality is, it's only so much we can support that's black. When you start listing off black businesses, what you're going to find is a lot of food and a lot of production in terms of art. You're going to find a lot of production in terms of um, clothing brands and stuff like that. But once you get into groceries, once you get into Hold these on, necessities, don't, don't be don't be leaving out our stylists, our, our makeup artists, our right? Barbers, but our, that's but art. That's the point. Art. But that's not something. That's yeah, a luxury thing. Okay. That's yep. a luxury thing. That is not yep. a necessity. That if the world went to shit, we still got to go to Walmart. Not because it's convenient, but because there isn't. How many black like black farms, farms. right? There's yep. not a lot of black farms. We, Let's uh, talk about a new industry. A my family Right, but is, can your we family supply enough? Can your <laughs> family supply enough food for black and black families well, like it's, yours? It's only cows. We only have cows. We only it do don't cows. matter. Do y'all got enough beef so you have a or milk? Do y'all got enough beef or milk <laughs> for the black That's community? Yeah, she only got a cow and a chicken. Stop it. Right. We just a small community. We just sold like 10 cows. We took them to the the whatever, the slaughter, like, we, we just sold them off. Like, we just sold them the off. You mean the auction? I thought y'all did that for a dowry because somebody was about to uh, get married. That's a conversation for another time. <laughs> we can get into that. A lot of our black we do have 
a lot of black businesses, but if you think about just in the last five years alone, how many black businesses have had like an IPO, right? How many black businesses are actually like actually actively traded on the stock market? And so when he says invest in black, we got to think of like that big nature, not just, okay, we going to Uncle Pete who's selling a couple groceries and he got his little hog on the farm, right? That's what he said. <laughs> that's dope, that's beautiful. not going to help the black community sustain because it's not, it's not large enough. So that's the point that I think you're trying to say is like, it's just, we, we have a lot of art. We're great. We're dope in that, but we don't have any like huge businesses. We're not manufacturing cars. We're not sitting here making the Walmart to the targets. We're just consuming it. Or even I something, cause it's still systemic, even something as new as cannabis in terms of us investing in that. There are, le there's less than 5% of black owned farms for cannabis. And that's new as fuck. But what happens is it's still corporations. What? How many black people have enough money to go buy a land and tend to a farm? You know what I'm saying? Like this is just not. It's a, choice. it's a choices though. Like you have to look at it. Like we have to take some responsibility in it. Like you're not wrong, but like at the same time is we have to take some responsibility because like like you said like it's having the things that are big and worldwide. But like if we don't support Uncle Joe's little um fruit stand that fruit stand can turn into that grocery store you know what i'm saying Agreed. and so it's just like you know as an entrepreneur owning my own business like every time you come to me you put food in my son's mouth you know what i'm saying and then finding somebody else yeah we don't have everything but we don't even tell our kids we're so focused on music and stupid uh, stupid stuff sometimes <laughs> that we don't even teach them construction how to have a plumbing company how to have these things because that's what white people do like a lot Finance, of them are, are, how to invest we don't yeah. learn <laughs> but like we don't they have tradesmen like there's a lot of blue collar white men who will go in and fix your toilet real quick and walk out for him and we could do that ourselves and do that if we just just chose the trades because like the thing is is ai is coming for real for oh real. hell yeah hell yeah and so it, what do we have for those people who who were who don't have a skill? What are they supposed to do? You well, know, and so other, now the, we need to have the companies to say, here, you can work on this because we know the people who can do it. But let's get back into because I, I love I'm all about a personal accountability. Yeah. And we gotta understand the true the true aspects is you can as much as black people want to gain there's always these loopholes that keep us out of things as well. It's almost like black people cannot go into, we can't go into owning oil companies, right? Like, in a, especially in America, because you, no matter what vision you have, no matter how much money black people want to put toward, these are monopolies. These are things that they are almost putting locks on entry points into the industry, even at an early, early stage. Yeah, so when you we talk about cannabis, this business and everything and black people getting involved with that they're holding black people back on licenses right now in chicago and they can't get their businesses started you know so it's like even when when we try to enter a market you know and try to build our own it's being basically uh, stopped and prohibited at every point it's always something like you said to bring us back and stop us from obtaining these goals. Um, you guys saying that we uh, we gotta come together and do this. 
but it's almost like how sometimes because everything is so divisive. I know earlier Alicia was talking about the J. Cole song and it's like we're hearing different things. Everybody isn't on the same page so it's making it difficult for us to fight the same fight because nobody is listening to the same thing. Nobody's hearing the same things. So how do we all get on the same page so that we can build up our community because all it takes is one thing and now it's we're battling against each other when we were all beginning of the week battling against one cause yeah you just gotta find value too because if you think about it like how fast did slutty vegan become a million dollar company right and that's, we talking about one place with one location and then some food trucks. Where if everybody, keep, yeah. right, that, that you know, people in California know about Slutty Vegan and they've never been to Atlanta. We got to keep energy, we got to keep innovation and we got to keep resources because like yeah. you were saying, Slutty Vegan might be, might start off a restaurant and then evolve into a, a vegan uh, grocery store, right grocery yeah. store and, and just vegan market like these are things that we have to invest in so that we can start reaping these benefits because the real question is what are we going to do like we feel like our our grandmothers and, and parents did these sit-ins to what avail what we still talking about the same thing 50 60 years later what are we going to do now that's going to set up our youth for the next for the next, uh, set up the next generation. Because like Preston said, not only do we got to get in trades, we got to get into these positions of financial and economic power where we own and stuff. Right, we got to, you got to pair all of this. And it might seem overwhelming if you starting at zero. And if you ain't never have nobody in your life and you hearing this from from 18 and 24 or 30 and up, you, you don't, it's hard to conceptualize all that you need to know in America but you just have to start building up that network so that you can do it because it's overwhelming as fuck. Yeah, well, I think, I'm sorry, go ahead, Preston. And this is my last thing. Like all y'all are so talented. And like, the thing is, is like offices are available to be run for. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like every office is available. It's somebody who puts themselves out there to say, I'm going to put myself out there and, and, and I'm going to take the lead. And for you, for everybody on this call, everybody on this call is fully capable of taking a lead in a public office, in a political office, and getting things done. Yeah, it's dirty, it's nasty, but we built for it. And you don't have to play the game the same way that they play. But when you're in those rooms, you get to hear the conversations that they have about us and the decisions that they make about us when we're not at the table. And just to add on to that, when Preston runs for something, when Lala run for something, if if anybody runs for something, yeah. you got to support those. Because yeah. one, you got to be invested in the community to do that. Because that you come, and we talked about this partially on the last one, but you got to, it's so many people running unopposed. But you have to, one, tap into your neighborhood and the people you want to represent. And they got to feed back into you. Because if not, like Barack said, at every level you think that you're going you're gonna to make more change. And then when you when you get he got to the presidential level and realized I still can't do shit. 
So I'm still at the mercy of people who have billions of dollars and I'm supposed to be the most important person, the most powerful man in the world. And I'm rendered powerless by people with billions of dollars. I said yeah. that in the last podcast. I said more of us need to be politicians, lawyers, judges, and even the uh, officers. We need to we need to step up. So what you running for, Lexi? <laughs> How long you been here? <laughs> what about that time? <laughs>